Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 163 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, we are going to recap some college football craziness from this past weekend, including a really memorable game for my Mississippi State Bulldogs or something else. We're also going to hear about Melanie and Caroline and how they went to see Frozen 2 and what they thought about that. And I even have found a new mascara that is intriguing. I don't really know anything about it, but whenever we find one of these intriguing mascaras, we always feel like it's good to pass it along. Before we get to all of that, though, I just want to remind you that if you would like to join in our craziness, flow even more often than you already do. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bigboo. And for $5 a month, you get two additional episodes. One is a closer look episode it's something that fascinates us that we are maybe just a tiny bit obsessed with and the second one is always a q a episode where we take your questions and we answer them it's been a ton of fun so patreon.com slash big food all righty y'all here we go with episode 163 as always we are really glad you are here Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And we have so much football to talk about. We have (laughs) so much. So much. You know, it was funny because Perry got home. He was at the ranch from Thursday until last night. And he, they don't have cable down there. So he hadn't watched any football. I had just told him various scores. And so like last night, he said, tell me all about the football. And I was like, oh, you have no idea. (laughs) You have no idea what you just asked, and I'm about uh, to show you, complete with video, with highlights, uh, with it. This weekend, I have to say, even with the Aggies getting basically just humiliated in Baton Rouge, it was why college football exists and why it is the greatest. And it is also it was also why it was also why Twitter is college Twitter <laughs> is the jelly to college football's peanut butter. They are it is. they are peanut butter and jelly. They go together like no other. Twitter and we we don't have to get into all of it now, but on a couple of occasions it was like, well, this is all I need in life. I don't Yeah. This is there, there there's there's too much to enjoy here. It's just it's it's a bevy. It's a it's an abundance of, of entertainment. It was fantastic. It is. It's proof that no matter how divided we may be on a lot of issues across the board, that when it comes to college football, we have, we share a, a, a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We share feelings about what matters and what doesn't. Um, it's just, it really does. It's why social media exists. It's the greatest. I've enjoyed it to no end. And so I feel like let's kick it off with, unless we want to talk about Thanksgiving first, but I almost feel like we have to go straight to the egg bowl because 
that feels like that that that's chronologically where we are and it is also the pinnacle of maybe the whole football season (laughs) okay so since alex has been larger than a small child we have left thanksgiving to go to the egg bowl when it's in startful but this year we were like nope not doing it because two years ago as i i think i mentioned on the podcast when we went to the egg bowl and nick fitzgerald broke his foot Yes. Right in oh. front of us. I, I said, this is the darkest, <laughs> this is mm-hmm. the, the most negative environment I've ever been in my life. It's terrible. Yes. I don't ever want to come back. It, it's just the rivalry was so heated. And mm-hmm. um, so needless to say, this year we decided we weren't going back. And so we were home. We had been here for Thanksgiving. And several times throughout the day, my sister said, I don't even know if I can watch it. And I said, I don't even know if I can watch it either. We might just have to keep uh-huh. up on Twitter. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do it. Do I have the strength? I don't know. Yeah. But sure enough, it gets to be 630 and I can't help it. I have to turn it yeah. on. Like I can't. Of course. Yeah. You just you have to you have to to just go ahead and commit. And it's just going to be what it's going to be. Um, listen, I'm here to tell you (laughs) a couple of things. One reason why I had to turn it on was because I read that Garrett Schroeder was starting. Now, listen, Uh every, every school has a personality and every school has people that fit that personality. For example, when Joe Burrow came out of the tunnel for senior night and he had changed his last name to B-U-R-R-E-A-U-X. Uh huh. That is a young man who understands where he's playing and who he plays for. Um, That's right. That let was, me just say side note. I let me say side note. That was the precise moment when I knew we were not going to win that game. That I is, just I yeah. just want to say that for the record. Yeah, I would. I would also add that is the moment when I felt like oh, it's going to be a long night for the Aggies because <laughs> he he did not just play to his audience. He he endeared himself at such a level. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like it was, uh-huh. it was something else. So he's a he's been a great fit down there. Any guy who would uh-huh. do that is a great fit down there. And he has been a beloved quarterback. So I'm going to tell you that when you have a game between State and Ole Miss, and the Ole Miss quarterback is John Rice Plumley, and his picture for the athletic program is him in a blue blazer with the navy blue and red striped tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he fits the Ole Miss vibe. Yeah. And when we have a quarterback named Garrett Schrader, whose beard looks like he could go move in with any of the Robertsons <laughs> today and, yes. and be wholly accepted, um, he fits our vibe. He fits our vibe. So I was excited that he was starting because our players fight for him. I mean, like uh-huh. he just, there was a block in that game where he took off to go downfield and Kylan Hill, our running back, who's been really good this year, got in front of him and he put that shoulder down and he laid somebody out for Garrett Schrader. Like uh-huh. it was uh-huh. like, he's just our guy. He just, he, yeah. he's just our guy. So I was excited that Garrett Schrader was starting. And and I was excited that people showed up for the game. I was excited about that too, that there were, there were some cowbells there and all that. Uh-huh. So we go, we go up 14 to nothing for those who did not watch the game. It was very exciting. We go up uh-huh. 14 to nothing, but you know, it's not going to stay there. Like, you know, it's not yeah. going to be that easy. Yeah. Yeah. So Ole Miss comes back. They score a touchdown. Uh, I can't And then we scored and 
they scored. Anyway, it's a back and forth kind of deal. And in the fourth quarter, at the end of the game, it's 21 to 14 and Ole Miss is driving. Uh-huh. And, um, and so Ole Miss scores with just a little time left on the clock. And the player who catches the pass uh-huh. and goes into the end zone falls down and then crawls like a like like he's a dog and lifts his leg. <laughs> now listen, the rest of the country is thinking, this is absurd. No, it's not. It happened two years ago with DK Metcalf. He did the same thing in Startville when when sister and I were there. And he also uh-huh. got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. But it was not – they were ahead at the time. Like, the game was mm-hmm. not really on the line. So, he he lifts his leg. And you can see one of the offensive linemen comes by, walks past him, and kind of taps him like, hey, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Get it together. So, they call unsportsmanlike conduct, and they say they're going to assess it on the on the kickoff. To which all the state coaches say, no, 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 no. We want to uh-huh. assess it on the extra point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So it's a game that where there's always some kind of shenanigan, by the uh-huh. way. Like, uh-huh. and, and I've talked to several Ole Miss fans about this that are friends of ours here. Um, you, you can't really understand it unless you've grown up loving one of those teams. But something always happens there's a fight a brawl the bench is clear a field goal bounces off the the um goal post and Mm -hmm. lose the game or you know there's the the game where we like somehow kicked the ball in midair and our guy intercepted it and then we kicked a field goal to win like it's always crazy yeah yeah so the oldest player who god bless him i'm like I, I really do hate it for him because he's going to have to live with this for a long time. Yes. Yes. Who crawls like, and then lifts his leg. Like he's uh-huh. going to the bathroom in our end zone. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they back up. What's <laughs> uh, your dog? Uh, are your dogs barking at high school? Not, they're barking they're around the side of the house so they're barking but they'll be done in just a minute i know i don't i thought maybe perhaps they could hear hazel somehow and we they were talking to one another no i um, can't hear hazel okay. okay so anyway and you 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 know this because you actually texted me after the fact and said where did y'all you'd been somewhere you had been gone to- <clears throat> we had gone to see so caroline and i had gone over to see gully and her family um, Thanksgiving evening, and then she and I had gone to Frozen. So when I left, we were watching the game, and it was 14 to nothing. And I was like, it, I really didn't think, I was like, you know what, I think Mississippi State has this in hand. This is going to be a blowout. And so we left to go see Frozen 2, which that's a whole other thing. We went to go see Frozen 2. And then when I got home, I think we must have gotten home, and I got on Twitter right as the game <laughs> ended. And I was immediately like, what? happened so what happened so I went on an internet rabbit trail oh listen well okay so and and here's here's how it it played out at our house so you have my sister you have me you have Alex and you have my cousin's son Joseph is here Uh all Mississippi State fans but my cousin Paige is an Ole Miss fan now she is about the most gracious individual alive based on how she managed us on Thursday night. Like she was really, she doesn't, she's not, she's not obsessed with it. Like we are. She's, yeah. you know, like a, a normal human being. <laughs> yes. 
That would be such a nice thing to be. It really would be because Mm -hmm. when, when we started to score, well then of course we're, we're, we've never been more interested in any game ever than we Mm -hmm. are in this game that we weren't even going to watch. Yeah. And then David and Barry are in the den because because no, nobody wants to be in the room with us, especially mm-hmm. with Sister Amish. Sister whistles the whole time, okay. like, whistles loudly, like that kind of whistling. Like if you were in the country, you'd hear somebody several acres away calling, yeah. like like she <laughs> she yeah. likes to whistle. So all that to say, they assess the penalty as they kick the extra point. And it's my nephew who goes to Ole Miss texted me later. He said, I knew from the second I saw his eyes, he's going to miss that thing. <laughs> he said, I so he goes back, you know, it's a big deal. It's a 35 yard extra point, but it's not impossible. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what happens. Cause I, cause we're all screaming, block it, block it. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm a sister's whistling. I mean, you know, it's a whole thing. There's, no, no, she had, she was hiding at that point. She could no oh, longer gosh, watch yeah. and she's gone into the, to the hallway and it's kind of watching out of one, the corner <laughs> of one eye. And so they, Omas kicks the ball and that thing goes wide, right. And we lose <laughs> our minds. <laughs> Hazel's crazy. Alex is screaming. Joseph is screaming. Paige is being so sweet. She's just sitting there letting us cheer. Yes. I mean, we lose our minds. And my first thought is, oh my gosh, what is the nickname of this game going to be? Because they all have names. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Twitter answered that real decisively and real quickly. But um, Well, I'm going to say that it's never been more fortuitous that Ole Miss rhymes... (laughs) Yeah, with with the very action oh. that took place on the field, I was like, "This this just it writes itself." I mean, you don't. It really does. It really does. And listen, the puns. Twitter has never, never been more on point with the puns. <laughs> Even like the leg bowl instead yeah. of the egg bowl. I mean, it, they were just the puns were just they were they were fast. They were furious. They were hilarious. I feel like it was Karen Howell's finest hour oh, on Twitter. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was, it was fantastic. But, but so for us to win that game like that, you know, and, yeah. and we needed that game to be bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, Ole Miss, unfortunately, they kicked the ball to us, but we got it back. It was four seconds left. We go into victory formation. We win the game. Um, their coach was, I guess it was last night they announced their coach would not be back next year, which that makes me sad because I've said before, I don't know any coach at any school who loves their school like Matt Leakliff's Ole Miss. And I hate that, that, that that's how that, that played out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it it was just, it was all, it was like a Shakespearean tragedy almost (laughs) with this, with this super, poetic ending but like where the the final like critical act of the play is somebody crawling into an end zone and lifting their leg <laughs> like they're going to the bathroom that the fact that that was what led to us winning that game yes. like you can't make that up no. if, if, if somebody had said on a pre-game show I really think that Mississippi State's <laughs> gonna pull this out because the Ole Miss player who scores the last touchdown is going to continue to crawl into the end zone yeah and then pretend like he's a dog going to the bathroom yeah. 
I mean, we'd all think that was crazy. That's crazy. But you wouldn't, if somebody it, wrote that in a novel, you would say, well, it was believable until this moment. Yeah, that was just over the top. Yeah. I mean, that's, that was, yeah, that, totally. That was too much. And that was, that was too much. Uh-huh. And so, but mm-mm, no, no uh-uh. that's actually what happened. Yeah. And, um, and Mississippi State won the game 21 to 20. So, so crazy. I'm telling you what. So crazy. But it, right after it happened, my sister looked at me and she was, and I looked at her and I said, we're never going to sleep. <laughs> and she said, there's so much to read. <laughs> there's going to be so much to read. And we did. Yeah. I mean, we stayed up late. Yeah, there was so we much to read late. because after I got home from Frozen 2, I am going to tell you that I got on the internet because I needed to know everything. Like it was like I needed to mm-hmm. see every moment. I needed to read everything that had happened. It was so hilarious. It was just it was just golden. It was like, this is why. And and I feel like this week, and it, and it was, is, I mean, because it's rivalry week and everybody's playing kind of their big rivals, it just, there's no limit to what could possibly happen. But I feel like no, even that well, was beyond what you might think would happen. Right. And, you know, that's kind of the only game in town game wise on yeah. Thanksgiving night. Mm-hmm. So you really have the nation's attention. Yeah. Yeah, and I think if the nation didn't understand just how crazy that game can be, uh-huh. yeah, that, you know, they know now. I, I mean, they know now. I mean, I have. I feel like everyone I've ever been to, every state on Miss game I've ever been to, I have a story. Uh-huh. You know, whether it's the, the the time that Bo Wallace fumbled in the end zone when we were in two overtimes, when that like when Dak came in after he had been injured, to the time when I was at the game with my daddy in 1983 uh-huh. and State could have won it with a field goal, and it really did. Like the, it was like the wind picked the ball up and just and just moved oh. it, and we didn't score. I don't know, but it was it was a good one. So it, it has been the biggest blast. I really I really do feel for. The Ole Miss fans. That was a tough one, but but every fan I've talked to to a person has said, "Listen, if if that's yeah, if that's how we're going to respond after we score a touchdown, yeah. then you yeah. know it's okay if we don't yeah. win." I feel like there's a difference between. I mean, sometimes I get mad when they when they charge them with something like excessive celebration. When you're like, these are just some kids wanting to have some fun. And, you know, they're doing a little dance in the end zone or whatever. But, I mean, I feel like it's just a good rule of thumb in life in general that you should right. never get down all fours and pretend to be a dog peeing on something. Mm-mm. I just, I feel Mm-mm. like it's a it's a universal sign of, of disrespect. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's never going to end well for you. I mean, in any scenario. After they missed the extra point, after Ole Miss missed the extra point, there were flags flew everywhere uh-huh. because... Because state, of course, went into massive celebration. Anyway, finally, when the when the the official spoke, he said unsportsmanlike conduct. And then this was literally the call. The entire Mississippi State team was off the bench, <laughs> like the entire team. <laughs> and then and then like one Ole Miss guy had come off the bench onto the field, uh-huh. but he was like the, the penalty's offset. Well, but that's I mean that's what it is. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. So let's let's move on to our next big game. Which speaking of people storming the field, I'm going to say oh. the 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 Auburn Alabama game. Those two women who got stuck uh. in the hedges. Number one, let me say that I've never seen myself 
in a potential outcome more clearly than I did because I was like, that would be me. I would, I would get stuck in those. 100%. One, the the mm-hmm. difference was, is that they were able to actually get out. Whereas I thought if that had been, I texted Gully and I said, if this had been us, we would have been laughing so hard that we would have been stuck in those hedges indefinitely. We wouldn't have been able to get out. We probably would have peed our pants. I mean, it would have been like, uh. just absurd. It was my favorite thing of, I mean, a second to the, ending of the egg bowl it was just it was greatness well the captions were what was so good and I love somebody who said well it's Miss Homecoming 1995 and Miss Homecoming 1996 trying to take the field and then people were naming them you know like they you know like one of them was Karen Uh I just it was so good I because somebody said at one point y'all the trick to getting on the field is you've got to find a place that other people have dismantled and you go through that but you don't try it's not try when you try to to pave your own way my absolute favorite though was some guy retweeted the picture of the women in the in the shrubs and he said um when the demons try to get through my hedge of protection Oh, it was so good. It was so good. It just, it was so good. And that game was so crazy. Like it was so crazy, so back and forth. And I will say, here's what I'm going to say about Gus Malzahn. He is a genius and that he knows he can't just flat out coach Saban because nobody can really out coach Saban, but he knows how to I don't know if you say outsmart him, if he knows how to outwit him, like he knows how to put just enough trickery into that whole thing to make that possible. And I swear, and I saw this on social media and I tend to agree with it. It's almost like Auburn had that goalpost mic'd up because that doink was so loud when that ball hit that. It was so loud. It was so loud. That was another one. We had... Um, Paige and sister and I had gone to get manicures and pedicures. We watched the first half of the game in the nail salon. That's why I love my nail salon. They always have football uh-huh. on. And then we watched the second half at home and, and we were all into it. Yeah. I mean, we were into it, but I'm telling you that was when that, when that ball hit that uh. goalpost, I, oh my word. And I'll, I mean, I will wholeheartedly admit we were all cheering for all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, Alabama fans, but we were the ag school thing yeah. is runs deep. And so, um, and here's the, the thing, like so many people were saying, well, you know, and, and Saban even sort of indicated that he felt like it was a dirty trick. What Malzahn did at the end with putting the, mm-hmm. the punter in at wide receiver. Uh-uh. I think that, I think if you're Gus Malzahn, you have to outwit yeah. him. Like you, you can't just bank on your players outplaying uh-uh. him. You've got to outwit him. You've got to have, you got to have a few tricks up your sleeve. Yeah. And, and, and that was a fair way to do it. And so. I agree. I mean, it's, it's all fair play. I mean, that was, it was, it was a trick play and it worked like a charm and it did what he needed to do. I thought it was brilliant. I mean, I'm like, it's, it's, it's legal, you know? So mm-hmm. um, it's not like he got away with it. So it was, it's a legal play. Did you see today that, that, that Auburn got fined $250,000 <laughs> for storming the field for like the fourth time? Um, since the SEC's had the rule about not storming the field. I mean, I feel like they'd write that check with, with oh, happiness. Could could not care less. I think those two women might write that check if they had it. They would say that's <laughs> worth it. That's worth it. Getting Golly. stuck in that hedge. It, 
No, I mean, number one, how are you not going to storm the field? I mean, you beat your biggest rival. I mean, it's a huge game. Everybody thought that you were for sure going to lose. And it was just, it was amazing. And I, I really did. I was glad to hear that it is statistically true that Alabama has missed more kicks than any other team in college football. 101. That was their 100. And here's the thing. Everything else about them is a machine. So how, Mm -hmm. how do you not get the kicking? Like, I mean, what is it? Like, it's the craziest thing because you know, they've got good kickers, but they just, it's like that goes wrong on them so many times. Right. It's like the Achilles heel. It is. It is. It's crazy. So, I'm going to tell you, it was, mm. it was, a uh, it was something else. It was something else. And then the, all the shenanigans at the end of the game, just, it just made it even better. It was delightful. It was, it was so good. Um, so that was a great game. And then I watched the end of that kind of, I was flipping back and forth between the end of that. Cause then the Aggies had started by then. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you three things that I knew. I, okay. I went into the game pregame. I thought, you know what? I think we could, I think we could win this game because that's what I do. That's, okay. that's, I'm an optimist. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I think we could win this game. I think that we're motivated. I think it turned into a huge rivalry after the seven overtimes. I think it's going to be great. I know it's Death Valley. I know it's an number one team, but I feel pretty good about it. So I was feeling pretty optimistic. Mm-hmm. I would say based on social media, I feel like all Aggies everywhere shared my same sentiment. We were all feeling okay. like it was possible. Um, Mm -hmm. which God bless us all. And then Mm -hmm. I saw a couple of things. Number one, I saw Joe Burrow go on the field with that Cajun spelling of his name. (laughs) And I thought, I'm going to say that um, this whole stadium is behind him in a way that I can't even comprehend and that he is on fire for this game. And this isn't going to be the game where he chokes. Um, Number two, the first play of the entire game, we got a face mask penalty called on us. Yeah, and and yeah. I knew then I was like, okay. And then number three, when we went three and out on our very first offensive series and Kellen Mond threw to no one, <laughs> to the vicinity of no one on the field. Yes. I knew then it's time to pour another glass of wine. This is settle in. Mm. It's going to be a long night. And I was correct. It was a long night. Well, I'm going to tell you what what I felt like happened in that game. You know, everybody has said, or a lot of people have said this season, they've said, well, yeah, LSU's offense is so much better, but their defense is nothing like Mm -hmm. what it normally is. That was the night really the defense chose to say, hello, everyone. And we're back. The, the the defense chose to um, to rise to the occasion, yeah. and clearly inspired by Joe Burrow's jersey, yes. and um, it was I fe- I felt for y'all. I mean, it was that was a long, long, long game. It was a, it was a very long. It was game. a long game, and and here's the whole thing of it. And I told Perry this yesterday. Um, I feel like. Number one, well, number one, I knew, I also knew it was bad because I felt like the talk of how their defense was not good was at an all-time high the week before the game. So I thought that's that's mm-hmm. a defense that's going to come in with something to prove. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that Jimbo had originally tried to hire their defensive coordinator, I was like, it's not a bad defense. Like they may have had an off night against right. Ole Miss, like it, whatever, it's not a bad defense. So I felt like 
nothing like it's kind of like y'all having to play Alabama after they had lost to LSU where you're like Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm." what you really want is a team with a chip on their shoulder coming in with something to prove um right and I don't think it would have mattered I mean I I just I don't think it would have mattered even if they had said the defense was great but I here's here's the bottom line I hated that we lost that bad and that we weren't even competitive but I told Perry, I said, I can't really be sad because I really have been rooting for LSU to win it all. And that game in the whole scheme of things did not mean anything to A&M other than we would have been a spoiler. So to get to see Joe Burrow have that moment and Coach O and LSU, I didn't hate it. It was fine. So, um, you know. I really, I feel like they're going to beat anybody they play in the playoffs. I feel like they're going to get them by 40. I do too. Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't see anybody being able to I don't know we'll see this weekend with Georgia but I just think they're they're so much better than everybody else I don't know there's I think they're so much better and I think it's the difference between you can say what you want but Les Miles is a phenomenal coach and he's a smart coach and he's a great recruiter and so Coach O came into that situation with a lot of pieces all built up and I feel like and not that and not to take anything away from Coach O what he's done has been phenomenal but I think it's the difference between, and I'm not just, I'm not defending it. Well, I am defending him because he's my coach. But I look at a Jimbo and think Jimbo came into a less than ideal situation, especially in terms of our O-line recruiting and kind of what he's had to work with. And so I feel like where our message boards are everybody, the sky is falling and it's all terrible and whatever. I don't buy that because I feel like you, right. I really feel like you need to give a coach four full years to bring in his own recruits and see what he does with his own system. The end. The end. Yeah. So that's it. Okay. Well, that's our, there's our college football wrap up. I know. So, and listen, I feel like that, that's not the half of what happened. No. I mean, there was so much that will, and now today, mm. UT has fired uh, their offensive and defensive coordinator, which I hate to tell them. That's and right. I think they all know it. That ain't their problem. And so mm. their problem is bigger than that, but that's all they can do right now. Um, Let's see. Ole Miss fired their coach. Who else? And then Arkansas apparently is Court and Lane Kiffin. We'll see how that turns yeah, out. That works out. Charlie Strong got fired from UCF. Um, yeah. So it's the it's the beginning of the of the coaching turnover. So um, it was a lot, and we still have all the championship games to play this weekend. Uh, there's still so much left. Yeah. There's so much left. And I mean, here the great um, irony is, you know who may end up in the college playoffs is Utah. That's true. They really may. You saw that coming. People who follow me on Instagram already, or may already know this, they may not have because it was the holidays and all that, but we, our high school season came to an end this past Friday night. Yes. Um, that was our other big football development after the elation of the Bulldogs win on Thursday. Um, our high school football season, we had we were in the semifinals of the five A state playoffs, and we lost sixteen to fourteen oh. to a really great Pleasant Grove team. It's a heartbreaker! But I'm going to tell you what, as a parent, <laughs> yes, I, and it was so fun because Daddy was here, my sister and her husband were here, Paige and Joseph were here. We had you mm-hmm. know, so we had we had family with us, which we rarely do um, at, at a ball game. But um, I, just the emotion of that was something else, uh-huh. you know. So, so uh-huh. we've had. I a, think to see it come to an end is hard. Yeah. So, and they played such a great game, and um, and it was uh-huh. two really good teams. But anyway, so 
but it was scholarly. It was a, it was a great season. It was so fun. I just, I told Alex Friday night, I said, one reason why it hurts so badly is because you love so big. Like you just, yeah. you know, love those yeah. guys and work so hard together. And anyway. Yep. Yeah. Well, and you spent a whole season making memories and mm-hmm. just, I mean, it's just so fun. And then when it's over, it's like, eh, you know, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just sad. Mm-hmm. It is. But yeah. anyway, they all turned in their uniforms today. And so, or their equipment today. And so that was another round of, of a little bit of sadness, but we'll be into lacrosse here soon. And, you know, yes, but thanks football 2019. You've been good to us. Yeah, listen, there's been a it's been a lot of entertainment all the way around. So, hey everybody, it's Sophie here because I want to tell you about Care of. Care of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamin and supplement packs right to your door. Y'all, this is the neatest thing. They have this online quiz that lets you know exactly what you need. The the online quiz asks you about your diet and your health goals and your lifestyle choices, and it only takes five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. It can be really hard to know what vitamins or supplements you should be taking, but Kirov makes it easy to find out what you specifically need to be your healthiest self. Y'all, I find it so overwhelming sometimes to deal with things like vitamins and supplements and what I love about care of is that they're delivered to your door in these really handy individual packets and you just pull them off and you can going out of town you can pull two at a time or five at a time but you don't have to take bottles everywhere you can stick the packets in your purse it just makes it so much more convenient to take care of yourself through vitamins and supplements Y'all, 90% of people fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. So find out where you're lacking with Care Of's online quiz and get back on track to reaching your health goals. So for 50% off your first month of personalized Care Of vitamins, you go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code BIGBOO50. BIGBOO50. For 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the promo code BIGBOO50. Now, you you mentioned that y'all went to see Frozen 2. What'd you think? I haven't seen it. Um, I thought it was really, really good. I do. I have to say, I think that this is one where the sequel was as good as the original. Okay. So, um I thought it was really good. I thought the um I thought the animation of course was gorgeous. Um I thought the songs were great. Um just equally as good as the first songs. I mean they did a good job of having like the soaring ballad. I don't know if any of them will take off as much as Let It Go did just right. because you know that was kind of a um you know kind of a thing and then um I'm trying to think no, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. We went, so we had kind of a weird Thanksgiving. Um, just hold on, I have to text my ship shopper real quick. Um, I feel like I know this is what I do. It's because it's always Monday. Uh-huh, I know. Um, uh, so how's she doing? Is she doing well? Is your ship shopper doing well? She, she is doing well. Okay. She's doing well. Yeah, I think she survived Thanksgiving, and so um, anyway. No, so Frozen 2, I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. 
Um, I felt like it had some good lessons in it. I thought it was very sweet. Um, it was good. But so we, so we ended up not going to Dallas for soccer because of Caroline's calf, Mm -hmm. which I have to say really as sad as I was to not get to go and watch her play and as sad as she was to not get to play it really was kind of nice and that like yesterday afternoon about two o'clock I said isn't it nice that we're not driving home from Dallas right now like we we really got to rest and relax and so that was nice but um we did our Thanksgiving dinner Wednesday night um we just kept it Wednesday night because Perry and his friend wanted to get down to the ranch early on Thursday and I don't like to eat early so I was like I don't want to eat at noon and so I was like let's just keep it at night so we ate at night And so then Thursday, it was like, we got up and just kind of hung out and watched the Macy's parade and Caroline rolled out of bed about one and we ate some Thanksgiving leftovers. And then we went to go see um, Gully and her family because Honey and Big were in town and did that. And then we went and saw Mimi and Bops um, because they had gone to my sister's for Thanksgiving. And so we went by to see them and then we decided to go see a movie. So we went to Frozen, but this is what you'll appreciate. So we're walking into Frozen. We went to the eight o'clock movie. And um, we went to the Alamo Draft House where they serve food. And I told Caroline, I was like, I'm not really that hungry, but I'm kind of like, maybe we could just get something. And she goes, oh, let's get their loaded cheese fries because they mm. make the best loaded cheese fries. Mm. I can't even tell mm. you how good they are. And she was like, let's get the loaded cheese fries. And I was like, okay. She's like, we could just split those. And I was like, okay. And she's like, and then can I get some popcorn and some M&Ms? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, and can I get a Mexican vanilla milkshake? Because they make these phenomenal milkshakes. <laughs> We sat there and I we ate we downed those loaded cheese fries and then I kept eating her because she dumped all her M&Ms in her popcorn and I kept grabbing handfuls of it. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like this is I cannot stop. And then of course she only drank like three sips of her Mexican vanilla milkshake. And so I was like, Well, now I feel like I've got to finish some of that. Okay. It I left there feeling that's my takeaway from Frozen Two, is I ate too much. But <sighs> The movie itself was really good. I thought it had some great lessons. The music was great. I highly recommend it. Um, it was enjoyable. And then we had kind of said we were going to go see a couple of movies, but we ended up, that did not happen over the break. We just kind of settled in and didn't go do it. Well, David and Alex and my daddy went to go see on Wednesday. They went to see Knives Out, which is that. Yes. They loved it. That was the other one I wanted to go see. Okay, tell me. Well, they just—they didn't tell me anything about it. I guess in case I see it, but but they—I felt like okay, that's a pretty—that's a pretty good cross section of your age groups, mm-hmm. right? You've got a mm-hmm. teenager, you've got a middle-aged daddy, you've got a grandfather, and they all thought it was fantastic. Daddy said, okay. "That's a good movie. That's a real good movie." So okay, okay, that's I want to go see that, and I want to go see a beautiful day in the neighborhood, the mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers movie. Um, we did watch, was it Friday night or Saturday night? One night we watched Peanut Butter Falcon because it's on On Demand. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, right now. And it was really good. It lived up to everybody. I'd heard Knox and Jamie. I'd heard different people talk about how great it was. And it really is so heartwarming and such a such a good movie. Oh, good. Well, I hope yeah. I get to catch up. You know, Thanksgiving, especially when I'm cooking, I don't. I didn't get a lot of, I mean, I had football time for sure, but I didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of like, tucked away time to watch stuff or anything like that. And so I think that December will be different in that regard. So, yes, yes. Um, So we did that. I'm trying to think, we really did a lot of just kind of milling around. We did, we decorated for Christmas. So we got everything. We're going to get our tree tonight, but we got everything else up for Christmas. Um, 
on the inside of the house. And rumor has it that my outdoor lights are going up this week. Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Yes. I got my house done for Christmas. Um, I can't remember what day that was, but our contractor came over and put a temporary curtain up in our shower so we could use it and also put in a temporary sink because our vanity top is not ready yet. Okay. So we were able to use the bathroom while company was here. And I have to say like the shower part of it is something else. It is, it, 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 listen, I'd take this temporary shower curtain Uh for that shower. Um, It's so good. It's so good. Okay. That is good. See, Mm -hmm. it's all going to be worth it. It's all going to be worth it. I think maybe it is. So, Mm -hmm. so we've got it. The door should come in Friday, I think. And then the, I'm not sure when the vanity top comes in, but then it will be finished. So that will be a great thing. Um, Anyway, so I didn't, I haven't watched much. I haven't read much, but I am, I'm excited about my movie possibilities coming up in December for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of good, good stuff. So we, um, we watched that. We ran errands. We got Garland from like seven different places. So part of my week this week is going to be taking back Garland that we decided not to use. Okay. Um, so I did some online Christmas shopping and so I'm almost done with my shopping thanks to Amazon prime and various other online retailers. So that feels good. Somebody asked us a question today on our Patreon, which is what cyber Monday, black Friday or cyber Monday deals have we taken advantage of? Mm. And I really, I bought one thing today. Well, no, I bought two things. Well, I think I bought two things, but you know, David and I are giving each other a bathroom. Yeah. And then we have a trip coming up in January for his 50th. So that's our, we're not buying anything for each other. He's got Alex's Christmas handled. And so I don't, I just don't have a whole lot to, to buy really, but I did buy Mm -hmm. something today for my brother-in-law. But last night, as you know, how I like to read the news before I go to bed Mm -hmm. last night, I was in my news app. Oh, are you there? Listen, I was I was halfway into what I felt like was a captivating description, and I was like, "Well, Melanie is not." Was I was mesmerized. I was over there saying, "Hello, hello, <laughs> hello." <laughs> okay, so I I only bought two things um, with a with a Black Friday, okay, Cyber Monday deal. Because you heard me talk about earlier how I just don't really have much to buy for Christmas, right? Yeah. Did you hear yes. that part? I did hear that part. I did okay. hear that part. Well, so last night, you know, I like to read the news every night before I go to bed. But last night I was actually on my news app and it was mostly entertainment news. Mm-hmm. And one of the the articles that popped up was from InStyle. So only the, only the meatiest journalism for me. Well, yeah. And, and so one of the things, the install article, not that this was not total PR placement. I don't care. I'm, I just want, mm-hmm. I just want the best possible cosmetics to come into my life. And so they recommended this mascara that's called Cabaret Premier that you buy oh. on Amazon. Wow. And last, last night it was like $8. And so I clicked on through and mm-hmm. bought that. And it was on back order, so it's not going to be here until until next week. Oh no! So, but but listen, it said here's why here's why I bought it. I mean, you'll understand this: okay. the cabaret premiere 
mascara by Vivian Sabo <laughs> is <laughs> this. I'm going to say this makes me feel like it's a, it's the mascara equivalent of Fancy Nights by Jessica Simpson. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Listen, it says it is, it's the secret to French beauty. Oh, it says. well, sign me up. Sign me up. Sign me up. It says it provides defined and voluminous lashes with just one coat. It is clump free. It is lightweight. It is easy to apply. It is cruelty free, and you have a hundred percent satisfaction and money back guarantee. Wow! So they have a hassle free return policy. But I would just like to reiterate: it is the secret to French <laughs> beauty, and it was eight dollars and forty five cents. So yes, please, I would like in on the secret to, fr- Thank to you. French beauty. I thought if you told me that it was. <laughs> It was mined. It was made from the blackest coal that you can find in the hillsides of France. Where it is mixed with a mixture of melons that you can only harvest from Cindy Crawford's melon orchard that she gets her anti-aging cream. Mm -hmm. But no, this is a cabaret. I feel like if if there's been one time there's been a thousand that somebody has said, you know who makes a good mascara is Vivian Sabot. (laughs) I feel like cabaret premiere <laughs> is what it's called but listen it has 2270 ratings okay. and 70 percent of them are five star okay so well so, so somebody said it was the best mascara from a mascara snob so she that she she's lancome for 20 years mm-hmm. um and she believes in this particular mascara the cabaret premiere that is, in fact, the secret to French beauty. Okay. So I'm just saying, I, it, it says it transforms your ordinary into ooh-la-la uh, is what it says. Uh, <laughs> I could use that across the board in my life. I could too. I could too. So, um, and and then there's also, they also have an eyebrow pencil and the first bullet point is brows on fleek. Oh. So I feel like they are, listen, they're with it. Vivian Sabo. Yes. Yes. They are. They know. They got it going it transforms on. Transforms mm-hmm. your ordinary to ooh la la. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I don't know what more you could ask for, frankly. I don't either. Okay. So okay. we'll see. Right. Well, I can't wait to hear. We're going to be, I mean, just glued to hear if you have really unlocked the secret to French beauty. Well, I'll try. You know what? It should be here next Monday. So I, I may even apply it while we record. And we'll see how it goes. Okay. Okay. Well, I am. I can't wait to hear. I I still am enjoying my blow. Did you not like the lash blowout? You can say you did. No, I, I, it's okay. No, I do like the I do like the lash blowout, but that's never stopped me. Like, it's there's always the possibility that there's something even better. Okay, well that's true. Now, I think the lash blowout is good. I don't I don't typically I don't get the length from it that I that I like, but but I like it. Okay, okay. Um, well, I, yeah, I like it. I think it's good coverage and, you know, I've been using the new lash, so I feel like my lashes are really long right now because the, oh, the, la- the new lash works. I'm telling you, it works. I know that you're weird about putting stuff on your eyes, but it, it works. If you would just, if you would give into it, you too would be sold. I just don't want eyelashes growing out of the side of my face. No, this doesn't do that. That was that Revita okay. lash. This doesn't do that. This, okay. this doesn't do that. I mean, I'm telling you, I just do a thin line. And I will say this, I bought, and I think Nordstrom may have them on sale right now, but I bought the two 
pack during the Nordstrom sale. And I'm still on my, that was in August and I'm still on my first bottle of it. And I use it every single night and I just do a thin line across the top of my eyelash lid. And I'm telling you, like my eyelashes are long enough right now that I really did have to comb them out the other day. Oh my word. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's the secret to French beauty, my friends. That is a secret to French beauty. You had to comb them? I had to comb them because they were like long enough that they were kind of, I had a tangle going. It's like I had to kind of, I'm telling you, it works. You're going to need some detangler before it's all said and done. I'm going to have to spray them with some detangling solution. Um, I'm looking it up on Nordstrom. Yeah, look and see. The new, it's N-E-U-L-A-S-H. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm I'm checking it out. Okay. I um what did I I didn't I mean I feel like I did some Black Friday shopping, but I just took advantage of a lot of the deals. It wasn't like I was buying some I mean, I didn't need anything like a new MacBook that I got a thousand dollars off of. It was just like, right. you know, I think American Eagle had forty percent off and free shipping. So I got some stuff for Caroline from there. I got some stuff for Gully's boys that was on sale, but like nothing like like huge and noteworthy. I just took advantage of things being like 30% off or whatever. Um, by the way, somehow when I was clicking away from Nordstrom, my Twitter mm-hmm. page popped up. Like I yeah. hit it, that, that window came up. Yeah. And um, there is a swarm of bees on somebody's car. Oh no. I would, I don't even know what I would do. I would, I'd just mm-hmm. call somebody to pick me up and I'd leave that sucker there. <laughs> that car would just, I mean, yeah, it just, no, it would just be there. Oh, Mm -hmm. no. You know, we were driving home from Dallas from soccer, like, I don't know, a month ago. And we drove past a truck that was hauling bees. You know, they transport beehives. And it was like driving down the highway and there were bees kind of moving all around it. And you could see them like, and I thought you talk about something you don't want to get in a wreck with. No, never. Nope. Can't have that. So um, it seems like I had something else that I was going to share in terms of maybe something I bought. I oh, I know this is, I'm going to tell you what we're about to do. So we're going to get our Christmas tree tonight. Yes. Um, and you know, we go get a real tree. So we're going to go get our Christmas tree tonight. Well, you remember like two years ago, we got the, it was the, the noble fir that had been like unpruned. So it had all the gaps in it. And then, yes. and I loved that tree. That was like my favorite tree. Cause it was so quirky and so cute and just, it just, fit our house to me. And so last year we went back and they told us that they weren't going to have those trees again for another seven years, which right. I don't know, may or may not be true. That feels like some Christmas tree propaganda, but whatever. So, but then on Insta stories this weekend, I was looking in Mike Willen at the nester. Yes. I saw, I'm tracking with you. I was all over it. Yes, ma'am. Yes. So they went and got a normal tree, a Nordeman fir, I believe. And then they lopped part of it off. They like made it. So it had those spaces in it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to tell you that Perry Shankel went to Home Depot today to get himself some new, fresh, sharp loppers, because that is what we're going to do to our tree. Tonight. Oh, I love it. I, know, I love it. It looks so it. good. I loved it's, it when I saw I just, it on her Insta stories. I just love that look like, cause our, I have said this many times, but our house is small. Our living room where we put the tree is kind of small. So just to have a big full tree there just feels like, and I could get a little tiny skinny tree, but I'd like, I don't know, something about that one and the way it showed off our ornaments that year. And it was just so quirky and cute. And so we're going to attempt that tonight. Um, Perry asked if there was somewhere we could go buy a $30 tree to practice on. 
And okay. I said, I think we just have to get the big tree and go for it. I think we just okay. have to to go for it. And 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 he said, if it ter- turns out terrible, he's spray painting the whole thing purple. Because if it's going to be ugly, we're just going full on <laughs> ugly tree. <laughs> we will see how I that love turns that. out. He'll do a and great I, job. He'll do a great job. Well, he's a landscaper. I feel mm-hmm. like if anybody, if anybody was equipped for such a task, I feel like it's Perry. I feel like this is the kind of thing he was born for. And he will um, accomplish with ease. Well, I am tonight, I'm going to make a new recipe that I have never Mm -hmm. made before. Um, It's one of Amy Hannon's from her Love, Welcome, Serve cookbook. Okay. It's the easy mozzarella and meatball bake with grilled Mm -hmm. Italian bread. And it sounded, I was looking through last night, like just thinking, what would be, what's something that sounds, because it's cold here and what something sounds comforting and good. And what I love about it, though, is you use frozen meatballs. Like, you don't even have to make the meatballs. Oh. Which, because, you know, that's a lot of time in gloppy meat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, by the time you get the egg in there and all that. And so, I'm so excited about it. So, I'm oh. about to go get in the kitchen and and try this new recipe. Hey, okay, that sounds delicious. So, it makes me ask the question, because you typically don't like Italian food. Is it the pasta part? Right. Or is it just the... Or- yeah, I don't like I don't like a lot of tomato, and I don't like a lot of pasta. That, those are not my favorite things. But I think... But I love a meatball. And so, I will be able to control the amount of sauce on my personal meatballs, right? I don't have mm-hmm. to have meatballs that... It's not like spaghetti, yeah. where all the ground meat is in there and then um and I love this the, the whole grilled Italian bread notion has really mm-hmm. got me intrigued because I love a grilled bread like I love it mm-hmm. so mm, um, and it's got it's got fresh mozzarella cheese in it which I also is also a favorite so yes. I feel like it's got some it's got some pros that outweigh the okay the the tomato the cons okay and I will say I like the Rouse marinara a mm-hmm. lot better than I like other marinaras I have used it is good so it is good that helps me a little bit with the tomato side yeah so okay all right well I don't know what we're eating for dinner tonight because I'm just was all I could focus on was that we're trimming up our Christmas tree so that really... I'm so happy for you I'm so happy for you so, I went today I took an old tree to school thinking that I would put it up. And then as soon as I opened the box, I was like, oh, this is why we quit using it because it sheds everywhere. So I ended up throwing it away and I ran over to Walmart and I got a white tree that has the like green, blue, hot pink lights on it. Oh, cute. Which is kind of the color scheme of my office. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'd taken a bunch of ornaments to school with me today. And I'm here to tell you, it's my favorite thing. I love it so much. It is the... It, I mean, it's a cute tree. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for an office where you just, you know, your whole job is to work with girls all day. So, um, so I did that. That was fun. Okay. And so now I'm going to, I may put them on pajamas before I start cooking supper because we don't have one place to go. I don't blame you a bit. I'm going to go um, get our tree and then I'm going to put on our pajamas, put on my pajamas. And then we usually what we do is we'll go get the tree. We'll get it all set up tonight. I'll put the lights on it tomorrow while Caroline's at school because nobody wants to deal with. In fact, that was one mm-hmm. of the things she told Honey and Big uh, when we went over there Thanksgiving night. I said something about getting our tree and Caroline said, oh yeah. And then we'll be decorating and mom will be like, wait until I get the lights on. And she did this voice <laughs> where I was like. 
Really? That's not what I sound like. No. Is- and I'm, I've, I've very carefully cultivated so you would have precious memories. And the fact that you want to remember that I would be like, hold on, let me get on the lights is like, make me sound like an old crone. Golly. Okay. okay. Well, right. we will be back next week, everyone. And in the meantime, we hope you have a wonderful week or are having a wonderful week. Yeah. And it's December. So just mm-hmm. remember, it's December. That really struck me as like when it dawned on me yesterday that it was December. It was like, wow, here we are. We're really in it. We are really in yep. it. So okay. we will talk to y'all later, everyone. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye.